Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney. 1057 the fan. Getting Haiti 1057 the fan. Well, Ravens lose, can't come up with a catchy, a frustrating Monday here on the fan. Disappointing. Usually it's Victory Monday. Last week was Championship Week. Yeah, it's kind of lame. This is a lame Monday. The Ravens lose in the AFC Championship. Just because we had expect. I mean, I was excited about the game. I thought the Ravens were going to play good. You know, I mean, the coaches were excited. When I was out there Thursday, you know, there was a lot of energy in the building. And then there wasn't, you know, it was. It just hard hard to watch because, Bob, it's over. I mean, like Harvard's having a press conference Trash at bags one. are at the yeah, locker room. They're, they're out of here, you know, which is kind of sad. And, you know, like, I didn't want to hear anything about the game. Game. You know, I mean, today would have been like if I'd have been Eric, I I don't want to watch a film. And I don't even, you know, I'll go to the senior bowl and hang out. It's video at 8105 the fans. So the Ravens lose 17 10. I thought the game, I thought it was going to be close. I thought the Ravens were going to win, but I thought it was going to be more reminiscent of what we saw with yeah. San Francisco and Detroit yeah. in the nightcap, which we will get to. But let's talk about the end of the Ravens season, as disappointing as it is. From BaltimoreBeatdown.com, from BaltimoreRavens.com, he's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome back to the show Kyle Phoenix. Kyle, good morning. Thanks for joining us again here on The Fan. Yeah, gentlemen, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a frustrating little... Uh, I don't know. There's so many emotions. None of them are positive, by the way. But it was a, a, a tough end to a great season, and there's so many storylines to get into. We'll start with this one. You know, turnover battle, lost. But the the lack of rushing attempts for the Ravens, only 16, eight by your quarterback, number one running team, going up against a Kansas City defense that Buffalo ran all over the week before. Uh, how, did you, how did you feel things were unfolding in regards to the Ravens' running game or lack? Lack thereof. I was surprised by it. I mean, it felt like uh, if you're watching a UFC fight and you, you're a better wrestler than them, but you consistently want to stand up and, and swing punches, and, and they're good at punching too, and uh, you refuse to use your best asset, which is uh, you know bullying them in ways that they're weak and prone to. I mean, that's what you expected out of this number one rushing team was to run the ball. You have the tough guys to do it. You have the physicality to do it. They were without uh, Willie, you know, they were out with Willie Gay. They were out with uh, a who at, at points uh, throughout that game. Uh, this felt like a game that you could have been able to go out there and, 
and play some bully ball, and uh, we didn't see it get going uh, at any point, really, no rhythm to it. I think that was pretty surprising. And I, I don't. I thought Lamar fundamentally was not good. I thought his feet were bad. That's why you know he he had balls over people's heads and one hopping people. I thought he he took in this game he took a step back fundamentally. I think uh, you know he said they were they were surprised by how much they rushed. Uh, you know the pass with you know with the, with the blitz, it was a little over forty six percent, I believe. And I don't know why that's necessarily a surprise uh, because until Jackson can prove for a stretch of games that you can beat the blitz and be effective and, and adjust to that game plan and that script by a defense, you know, you got to be able to do so. And uh, the Ravens uh, passing protection just wasn't sound enough against that blitz and the checks didn't come in well and, and, and sliding protection to where he needed to wasn't there and and I, I just overall think uh it wasn't necessarily just Jackson on that on the poor performance because rushers were coming in too much the game plan wasn't adjusted and uh but but he definitely you know has <laughs> parts to blame I mean he threw a ball in a triple coverage he wasn't sound and in, in in sliding out and I think there were times where he could escape and he's the yeah. most talented runner uh, of, of any quarterback we've ever seen. And, and it seems like he's, he's, uh, he restrains himself too much to uh, want to throw the ball instead of pass it. I think some uncharacteristic things happened in that game. Like Zay Flowers, what, what is, you know, why is he talking trash after a catch? And then Van Noy, well, you know, he wasn't even involved in it. And then he comes over and headbutts. Clowney uh, headbutts. Um, Mahomes. So, I mean, there was a lot of uh, stuff that doesn't normally happen and guys that normally don't do things that did things. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I will argue and attest to the Zay Flowers one. Yes, that should have been a penalty. I get it. But when you watch every single down for the Chiefs where a guy is flexing first down markers and, and there's so much jawing at them and, and so much talk after every snap, you know, why shouldn't he be allowed to, to say something as well after a 54 yard reception, but you can't, you can't spike the ball, you know, and spin it in front of a, a player's face. You can give that first down signal, but you can't do something that egregious. And uh, you know, even, even Joe Burrow, you know, a rival AFC North quarterback said, you should be allowed to taunt. And uh, so that, that kind of gives the matter there. But I agree with you on the matter that this was an area of experience in knowing where the limits are. And the Chiefs clearly knew that. You know, they, they've been here. They knew what the refs will call. They know what the refs won't call, where they'll swallow the whistle versus not. And in the Ravens, this is where they don't have that, you know, championship experience. The Chiefs have been here six times, and uh, that that played a factor in this game. How impressed were you with Mahomes? Because you know what, like every tight window, he made the perfect throw. I mean, yeah, he's the best quarterback on the planet, and uh, until anybody can dethrone him, that's just all there is to it. I mean, the hardware for MVP. Feels a little emptier and hollow, I bet, this year if it if it goes Jackson's way as we all expect it to because uh, you see what Patrick Mahomes can do on the football field against the number one defense. You see how he avoids pressure from the defense that had the most sacks in the NFL. 
you see how he didn't turn the ball over against the defense that had the most takeaways this year. So he put up points, enough enough points to win the ball game in uh, against a team that had the best uh, you know points allowed in the season. I mean that's just what he's capable of. That's how this one unfolded, and uh, that's the difference maker. I was impressed with the defense the second half. You know they gave up 17. They could have given up more than that in the first half, but in the second half they shut them down and gave the offense a chance. You know to to make a comeback. Not a chance. They gave them several chances. I mean, you make you make the Chiefs' offense punt, I believe, five out of eight times or something to that effect. You know, um, I, I, I mean, play after play, down after down, they made things happen. I mean, you, they held the Chiefs without a point in the second half. It's a 17 points. That's it. This offense is more than capable of handling that on short fields, on big plays, and and you know Kyle Hamilton erasing an entire drive by himself, mm-hmm. fewer than a hundred yards allowed in the second half after they gave up 221 in the first. I mean that was theirs for the taking. You know they consistently get the, got the ball back for the Ravens' offense, and unfortunately two drives ended in in end zone turnovers yep. that are just backbreakers in those situations. Kyle Phoenix joining us, Biddy and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. From Baltimore Beatdown and BaltimoreRavens.com, Vinny mentioned about Mahomes throwing in the window, speaking of big-picture windows for Baltimore, and this is part of the finality when your season ends. They're yep. cleaning out lockers today at one winning drive. What, 22, Kyle, correct me if I'm wrong, free agents pending for the Ravens. They do have a franchise quarterback, which is always a great start, but when we look at windows for championships and opportunities blown, air quotes, uh, was this a chance missed, or is there still a lot to be uh, excited about future of Ravens football here? This this is a painful uh, situation. I mean, big-name players on this offense and defense are now up in free agency, and you just don't have the money to play with. You know, you've, you've handed out a lot of big contracts, for valuable players over the years, but some of those contracts are, you know, coming to coming into play that that start to hurt the team um, when they don't play up to their expectations or to their pay grade. I mean, now you look at it, your pass rushers, Jevian Clowney, Kyle Van Noy are up. Also, Justin Matabike, who led this team in sacks and proved to be one of the best interior rushers, is now going to be uh, up for grabs by any team that want to well, that wants to pay him and pay him big money. And then on the back end, you got Patrick Queen, who's going to be up for a contract, and, and more than half the secondary: Ronald Darby, Rocky Asin, Geno Stone, Kevon Seymour, Arthur Millette, Ardarius Washington. I mean, those are big names on defense that teams are going to want to look after and, and take a hard look at. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., Nelson Aguilar for the wide receivers, Laquan Treadwell too. I mean, your running back room is almost all but gone besides Justice Hill and Keaton Mitchell. I mean, Gus, J.K. Dobbins, Melvin Gordon, Dalvin Cook, all those guys are free agents. Offensive line, you got both guards are free agents, John Simpson and Kevin Zeitler. I mean, your interior offensive line, uh, if you can't re-sign those guys, you're going to have to rebuild them. And you only have so many draft picks. You only have so much financial ability and kicking the can down the road. And they already started doing that this year when they signed, uh, you know, put in uh, extra years of, of uh, opportunity to, to pay Odell Beckham Jr., Aguilar, Michael Pierce. They all have void years on their contracts already. So this is going to be a this, – this is a really tough loss. 
that I think will reverberate in the season in the future if uh, if they can't get back here. I mean, really. Kyle Phoenix, what's happening? Baltimore Beatdown and, of course, BaltimoreRavens.com. Yeah, um, Baltimore Beatdown will be covering this offseason with the same intensity as we covered the regular season. We had a wonderful year with, with listeners and readers and uh, appreciate everybody that followed along this season uh, because this is going to be one heck of an offseason, that's for sure, when you have that many free agents and you have a team that's hunting for a championship. So make sure to tune in. Of course, BaltimoreRavens.com. I publish for Late for Work. Uh, check out my article that posted earlier this morning that kind of dissected from the punditry uh, what happened in that game. I know it's not fun to read it all over, so I read about 20 to 30 articles on, on what everybody else wrote, and I clipped in essentially the best parts of it. So I so you don't have to go through all of that reading. So make sure to check those out. Gentlemen, thanks for having me on, and uh, enjoy the rest of your show. All right, Kyle Phoenix, everybody. Thank you for joining us. As always, video at Handy 1057. The fan will come back, whip around what happened in the world of sports yesterday outside of the National Football League. Terps win over the weekend, blowing out Nebraska. I mean, Maryland's still very much on the outside looking in of a possible NCAA tournament berth, but they get back to 500 in the Big Ten. We'll talk about that. More of your phone calls. Benny's Keys got news from the Nest. Jared Dubin, CBS Sports. Com. He'll be joining us at 1230. Talk about Detroit and San Francisco. You think we're painting here in Baltimore? Ooh. How about blowing a 24-17 or 24-7 lead on the road? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Biddy and Hades with Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes, the best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. As we're all bummed out about what happened yesterday, Ravens losing to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. There was some good news locally in the world of sports as the Terps, Kevin Willer's men, blow out Nebraska on Saturday afternoon. And boy, there are a lot of fireworks at Xfinity. Kaiser spreads things out. Oh, he He'll launch another one. And he just cleaned another one. That was 
from the Xfinity marker. Johnny Holiday, Walt Williams, Chris Naki on the call. You heard the whiz yell out, heat check. Jamie Kaiser, one of the highly regarded freshmen in this top tip, uh, 15 class for Kevin Willard this year. He's had somewhat of a disappointing season. I mean, he went multiple games without scoring. But four of five from beyond the arc puts up 14 points as Maryland gets out after a slow start, pulls away in the second half, and they blow. Well, they pull away near the first half, maintain in the second, 73 51 Terps beat the Corn Huskers with the win. Maryland now five and five in the Big Ten. Not only did Maryland shoot well from beyond the arc as a team, 11 of 26, 42.3%. And why is that a big deal? Because Maryland's one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the country, usually like around 30, less than 20%. They only turned the ball over eight times, Nolan McGraw, and I'm sure you talk about that on your show Saturday. Big time also helps when Nebraska kind of turns in a Maryland-like effort of their own. Correct. 18 turnovers for them. But, hey, they got their looks from three. The Cornhuskers did. But turn the ball over 18 times, it's hard to dig out of that. And then when you make them pay for the turnovers, which is always the key. <clears throat> so the Terps get the win. Their next game is Saturday, 5.30 at Michigan State. Trying to get a little revenge for what happened last weekend at College Park. So Maryland still has a chance to dance, but they better start picking up the pace in a big, big way. Also, college hoops last night in the world of the Big Ten. Number two, Purdue beat Rutgers 68-60. There was an upset in the top 25. UAB beat number 19, Memphis 97-88. In the NBA last night, it was Indiana 116-110 over Memphis. Jalen Smith getting a start, 19 points. Two, uh, 10 rebounds, two assists, and a couple of blocks. Santi Aldama, Loyola, he had 10.6 six rebounds in that one. How about the upset of the day? Detroit, who just got blew up, uh, blown up by the Wizards over the weekend, they beat Oklahoma City 120-104. to Yes, Oklahoma City had all their guys. Aaron Wiggins had seven points in the loss for the Thunder, but the Pistons stunning the top team right now in the Western Conference. Also... Local interest there, Atlanta 126-125. Uh, Sadiq Bay with a dunk at the buzzer wins it. But both Emmanuel Quickly and Bruno Fernando, Emmanuel from Baltimore, Bruno from Maryland, out with injuries. So uh, neither uh, – Toronto struggling, by the way, in the NBA. It's the whip around, Vinny and Haiti. 105.7 The Fan. This day in sports history, it is January the 29th. Terps, uh, let's go back 41 years. Cold Fieldhouse, 1983. Maryland beats NC State, 86-81. Steve Rivers had 29. Ben Coleman, 21. As Maryland would beat North Carolina State for the first of two times that year. If you forgot, North Carolina State would go on to win the national championship that year. Beating Houston in Albuquerque, 2000. Down in Tallahassee, number 22. Maryland blows out Florida State, 82-63. Lonnie Baxter, 24-7. Juan Dixon, 23. Danny Miller and Terrence Morris each had 10 points apiece. And on this day, 1995, in Miami, Vinny, what do you think happened? Uh, we won a Super Bowl. You say that with great uh, unsure. Uh, yeah. Uh, Super Bowl 29, San Francisco 49 26 over the Chargers. Steve Young throws six touchdown passes. He was most valuable player of said game. Ricky Waters caught two. Jerry Rice caught three of them. 49ers, I kind of sort of remember, but not really. They were 18 and a half point favorites in that game. Uh, Bob, it was the. You know what was funny was. Last preseason game, we always played the Chargers. 
spanked them. Last game of the regular season, played the Chargers down there, spanked them. And then last game of the regular season, spanked them. You know, and uh, you know, I mean, I said it last week. They they upset Pittsburgh, which would have been a really tough game for a much tougher game. Because I I remember that championship Sunday. Yep. Two weeks prior, I was watching the game. My friend Greg Stepke, when the Chargers beat the Steelers, and I hate Pittsburgh, so I'm like, yeah. He goes, what do you cheer for? Eh, the Steelers. He goes, dude, because da- Dallas and Fort San Francisco hadn't played yet. He goes, the winner of the NFC Championship game is going to beat them by 30. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. I want the Super Bowl to be at least competitive. By the way, San Francisco or Dallas would have beat Pittsburgh, no, too. Yeah. Maybe not by 50,000 points. National Anthem, Vinny. Oh, it was what's her name? Um, the announcer's Kathy wife, Lee Giffords. She was, uh, I think it was like a 17-minute rendition, if I'm not mistaken. Halftime, Tony Bennett, Patti LaBelle, Arturo Sandoval in the Miami Sound Machine. Hmm. If I remember correctly, Beavis and Butthead had a halftime show, and I think I watched that. No. It was on ABC. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch it. Uh, Al Michaels, uh, Frank Gifford, and uh, Dan Deirdre on the call. 83.4 million people watched one of the most one-sided Super Bowls. You know what's crazy about that kind of stuff, Bob? Like, I, as an executive, you don't get seats in the press box because they need them. So you got to sit in a paid seat. I said, I ain't using one of my own tickets to sit in the stands. and I stood on the sidelines and watched. Watch the game. Well, because media from all over the world. Yeah. And then they yeah. got the goofy media from uh, non-sports And outlets. they didn't care that I was, you know. I mean, every all of us were on the sidelines watching. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, more of your phone calls at 1057 We'll look back at Vinny's keys from Friday. Ravens lose, so I'm guessing they didn't get a lot of those. Nope. News from the desk coming up at noon. Buy or sell. Let's count some money. At least we can pacify ourselves with a little extra cash, hopefully, here on the Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. One station with inside access to all Baltimore sports. 1057 The Fan. Yeah, it's special because that's a great team and a great quarterback. And uh, Spags, it seems like when the games get bigger, when the challenges get higher, he performs even better. That's uh, Patrick Mahomes going to yet another Super Bowl, praising his defense. And Steve Spagnola, who did a great job game planning, throwing the blitz at Lamar Jackson. Almost 50% of the dropbacks for Lamar, he was under duress from that. And even Lamar had said, and we'll get back to it, news from the nest, that they didn't expect that sort of onslaught, even though Houston kind of showed you 
because they had success doing it in the first half of the divisional game, but the Ravens made the adjustments and kind of made that a moot. And maybe point. that's why they thought, Bob, that they weren't going to get the blitz because Houston was blitzing the second half and the Ravens ate them up. So they figured maybe not. But because I, I thought they were going to be blitzing and I thought that Andrews and likely would catch a ton of balls because of that. All right, let's get out to the phones. People want to talk. They want to analyze. They want to vent. And we're here for you. WGK Law phone lines open for us all. It's Vinny and Haiti and Nolan McGraw. Let's go to Ed and Arbutus. Ed, thanks for holding what's happening. Yes, sir. Uh, Bob, Vinny, good day to both of you gentlemen. Yeah, hey, good you. morning. Um, Ravens, unfortunate final ending to a successful season. Tough loss. Ravens special teams, credible job to keep KC pinned deep and long field possessions. Credit to KC, digging out with patient, numerous pivotal plays, Mahomes' mobility to find Kelsey connection on point. Um, Kelsey, no doubt, a clutch talent, however, afforded leniency for more than a few after-whistle aggression hits, of which he should have been flagged very first time to stop those annex. I do not think the... um, refs police that nonsense strict enough um ravens defense after adjustments did enough to be stalwart and stubborn not to allow scoreboard points out of reach queen and roquan good efforts kyle hamilton with a tremendous game start to finish raven offense could not complement efficiently never did capture smooth flow game rhythm the Ravens did take their shots, but more misses than connections. KC defensive front and secondary, game-long, upper-hand strong. Quarterback position in football, main job to keep his team in it to win it. Lamar not on par yesterday, but always a threat to the end. Mahomes never blinked, played under control, poised the entire way. Expectation without ap- apprehension, that's the sign of champion arrogance. Last thing, no blame intended to anyone. Easier said than done for all competing athletes. Natural human emotions will surface at times with momentary discipline lapse outburst. You got to shake it quick when that happens so that it doesn't compound. I'll watch the Super Bowl because it's football, but I have no rooting interest of either team. My team was eliminated yesterday. That's it, gentlemen. I thank you for your courtesy. All right, Ed. Thanks for the call. Yeah, a lot of people listening. Most people listening had their teams eliminated yesterday. But, you know, I'll go ESPN bet that app. I'll be betting some money on Try to win some money on something. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yes, disappointing end to a season. And talking to Kyle Phoenix, before we get back to the phones here, Stephen Edgewater, you're next. Um a lot of pending free agents, which we know. Yeah. So Eric DaCosta going to have to put his GM pants on this offseason to uh, try to fill some holes. Do they have enough of the young talent in place to plug and play? Looks like the offensive line could uh, be looking at a pretty significant overhaul. I think the old line you know, wide receivers, all you have is um, Bateman and Flowers. That's it. And Bateman's probably not getting his fifth-year option right. picked up. So, yeah, Eric's Eric's got to have a big, big off season. Running backs, yeah, because Keith Mitchell won't be back until late in the season if he comes back at all. Yeah, and they're gonna. I mean, you're gonna have to. And and where's the Jabo at? Can a Jabo and Oway? You can't say that they're gonna get um, close to twenty sacks like Clowney and Van Oy. I'd love for them to bring Clowney back. 
All right, let's go back to the phones. Edgewater, it's Steve. Steve, thanks for holding. What's happening on this Monday? Well, been listening and people taking my fire, taking my fire, and it's hard to follow Ed from Arbutus. I mean, what do you do, you know? Um, but it, it, I always call in and reference 2019, the Tennessee game, and and I missed your earlier segment, apparently, that uh, how you compared the two. I mean, I, a couple of weeks ago I called in and I said, you know, the coaching, the coaching, and and, and Vinny had a fine, uh, good point. He said, well, Harbaugh ain't the one catching the ball. Well, Harbaugh ain't the one running the ball, and that that's all true. And and, and what happened? It, I mean, they did it again. It's the same thing that happened in 2019. What happened? That's all. That's all I want to know. All right. What happened? I think John Harbaugh is probably asking yeah. that question. But my point was early. Wasn't identical to 19, but it seemed as though when they fell behind early, first quarter, they're going for it inside their own territory. Now they wound up scoring on that drive, which looked like a stroke of uh, genius, but the running game went bye-bye. The lack of attempts, six combined for the running backs. It seemed as though they were coaching again, and G-Rose probably drink, hold my beer. Like, hey. You're down seven nothing, not seventeen nothing. It always felt as though, even though the deficit wasn't seventeen like the 49ers faced at halftime, it felt like they were playing from this massive hole that they couldn't climb out of. I think Harbs felt, Bob. I mean, because I watched that first drive and I'm like, ooh, that was really easy, you know. And uh, I think that's. I don't think he felt like he was going to be able to stop Mahomes. That freight train was was on the tracks. I think that's why he went for it on fourth down because I think he felt like he was going to be down fourteen nothing. Let's get back to the phones. Ryder Wood, it is Jay. Jay, thanks for holding. Welcome to the fan here on this disappointing Monday. Hey guys, good morning. A uh, couple quick uh, statements, and I, I want to do a special shout out to one of your callers. Well, actually, two. Um, they were outcoached, and that is a basic statement I have to make. Totally, totally, totally outcoached. And I keep hearing that not running the ball was, they used the word unacceptable. I've been listening to callers all morning. Un- un- unacceptable was the word. No, that's not the word I'd use. I use disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And the, and the final thing about uh, your callers uh, of all the callers I've heard this morning, I'm going to do a special shout-out. Ed from Arbutus, no doubt, is always on point. He was tremendous. He's always tremendous. But if I, And I love the Audacity app. If it, people are hearing it on the Audacity app, you can go back three days and replay the entire day, which is absolutely a phenomenal um, thing to, to, to know. And if you don't know it, Keep it in mind. Go back around 1030 this morning, and I've heard this guy over and over, and he's always good. He's always on point. But the summation by Ron from Arbutus, um, if I wasn't driving, I would have stood up and clapped. That was the most beautiful summation I have ever heard of what happened yesterday. Around 1030. Yep. Go back and check it out, guys. All right. Thank you, Jay. I correct a couple things real quick. It's the Odyssey app. Yes. And how dare you not have the audacity to not have the Odyssey app? And it's Ron and Owings Mills. 
Right. Let's give Owings Mills a little shout out here. It's Vinny and Haney. But thank you. Thank you, Jay, for listening to the Odyssey app and uh, looking back at the shows and all of our astute callers talking about, uh, you know, are we going here with the most disappointing loss in Ravens history? We're not going there, are we, Nolan? It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7. For the time being. <laughs> well, it's the one that hurts the most yeah. right now. Vinny's Keys coming up. You're going to join us, everybody, for news from the Nest coming up. Top of the hour, buy or sell. Jared Dubin, CBSSports.com. Talk about the Ravens' loss to Kansas City, but also look back at what happened to Detroit. They were up 17 at halftime against San Francisco, and things went haywire. What happened there with Dan Kane? Vinny and Haney's keys to the game. We're doing a hell of a job. We're resilient, we're moving on, and we're playing our ass off. It's an NFL football game right here. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan here on this Monday. Ravens season has come to an end. 17-10 yesterday afternoon into the early evening. Losing to the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. So Baltimore short of the Super Bowl. Still chasing. Is Lamar Jackson that elusive Super Bowl ring for Patrick Mahomes? A chance to win yet another one. They will face the San Francisco 49ers. But every Friday before Ravens game, regular season, and obviously into the playoffs, Vinny gives us his keys to victory. And in a loss, I'm guessing the keys were not happening here. Oh, there's going to be no doubt about that. Numero uno, wide receivers must win versus man-to-man. No. Uh, I mean... uh, the only time, like, when they got open, it was a busted coverage. That was it. It was improvising adapt time when they were doing that. Yeah. Um, touchdowns, not field goals. Rush for over 150 yards. Handle Kansas City's all their shifting motion and movement. Pressure my homes all day. Expose their offensive tackles. Make him normal. Lamar rushed for over 80 yards, be the best quarterback on the field. Uh, Keep Pacheco under 70 total yards. Win a turnover battle. Win special teams. Call that a push. Yeah. Yeah. Take advantage of their aggressive defense. Um, Less than three explosive plays for Kansas City. They might have got this one. Yeah. We'll give it to him. All right. Got to get one. Yeah. 20, one of 11, Bob. Yeah. 21 was the big play for Kelsey. 32 for Valdez Scantling, which was the KO punch. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yes. We'll give a lot him a of, ding. A lot of nickel and dime. That's a dingy, yeah. ding, ding, ding. I mean, I thought they had a phenomenal game plan. You know, they didn't rush for a lot of yards. But you know what? They got a lot of first downs from Patrick Mahomes and those quick screens. And that was their run game. So you're saying they didn't hit a lot of keys. <laughs> I heard a lot no, of No, one of 11. <laughs> Vinny and Haney, one of five, seven of the fans. Well, obviously, when you're one of 11 in anything, like third down conversions, for instance, in a football game, you're probably going to lose. Let's get back to the phones. If you, we don't get you in this segment, you're going to join us. News from the Nest coming up at the top of the hour. But we'll go to Antoine in Baltimore. Antoine, thanks for holding. Welcome to the fan on this uh, kind of crappy Monday here. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How y'all doing? All right. Uh, yesterday was crappy, but I think I think my estimation, a couple of things went wrong. Of course, you know, of, of course, everybody's come up. They gave up the running game. But the first two plays, was it just me or was Lamar like looking for Mark Andrews? And I'm like, you know, the way the offense has been running without him, to bring him back, to start him, 
I thought was kind of like could have eased him into the game. But then Nelson Aguilar starting over OBJ, oh, my goodness. He can't catch a cold, so I hope he doesn't come back. And I know that um, – I don't, I don't know why we just got in the mode of just trying to throw the ball all over the place. And like you said, we should have ran the ball. Mm-hmm. I'm just disappointed at this loss. And now hearing that we're losing 22 free agents, my goodness, we don't even know if we're going to be able to make it back here again. And that's just the disappointing thing about losing at home, that crowd, Patrick Mahomes. And now for the next whatever time, all we're going to hear is Taylor Swift. Yeah, and I don't like her anyway. Now I'm really sick of her, and I'm starting to hate Travis Kelsey byproduct of that. Yeah, and and I couldn't figure, you know, if if you know everybody knows that he told me when Bill Belichick was coaching, he would take away your best player. How come we could not stop Travis Kelsey? I mean, why was he catching balls? And it's like, well, no a lot. Let me just say that. Uh, thanks, I think like he had nine in the first half, and I think at least five were quick screens. So I mean, they weren't for a bunch of yards. On the touchdown play, perfect pass. Perfect pass. And then on that crosser where Stevens was covering him, he put it out in front of him where it it was a perfect pass. And a hell of a catch, too. Yeah, right. There was a degree of difficulty for yeah, that. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's – I mean, he threw him open is what he did. He threw him open. After evading pressure – extending the play and then throwing off his back foot. That whole thing was annoying. But Kelsey, not only was he killing them, especially in the first half innings, you said he was getting under their skin, man. So it was like, ah, come on. You think they're like, do they, like if you're on the other team, do you bring up uh, Taylor Swift? I'm sure it comes up, right? They talk trash. I would guess that that was because he was jawing bit with Roquan Smith early. They were really going at it. We have time for another call, Nolan McGraw. You make the call on the call, Nolan McGraw. Do one more here. Let's do it. Let's go to Baltimore. It's Jason. Jason, thanks for holding what's happening on this Monday. Hey, how you going? How you guys doing this morning? Could be better. Yeah. I lost yeah, 150 yeah. bucks at the casino, too. Now I'm starting <laughs> to run hot. I worked for free this year, Vinny, at Horseshoe. <laughs> You got to quit bringing your wife. Yeah, my wife. Oh, God. (laughs) Money me. Money. Anyway, what's going on, dude? Um, What I wanted to know is, like, moving forward, I'm not trying to dwell on what happened last night. But, um, Vinny, I know you as a former um, working in um, front office. I would like to know, what do you think our next move should be? Bringing in a premier running back, maybe a a premier wide receiver such as T. Higgins or somebody. Um, What are the next moves you think we should make? I don't want to keep myself down over what happened. I just want to move forward, and I just want to know um, what you think about that. I think you got to take care of your own first. You know, the Matabikes and what are you going to do with Queen and what – what? Uh, hey, thanks, Jason. Who are you going to get rid of? Because you don't have a lot of cap space right now. Like, is Stanley going to be gone? Moses going to be gone? What are they going to do with Marcus Williams? Is he coming back? You know, what are you doing with Marlon Humphrey? Is he coming back? You know, so there's there's a lot of decisions that are going to have to be made. And Eric probably has in his mind a pretty good idea. but And it probably changes if you win the Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl. You may decide to keep some guys or not. But now that you lose, maybe you're willing to cut bait with some of those and guys. And you have Bateman and an a Oway. Who were due fifth year options? Yes. No way I'm giving away his fifty. He did make a nice spin move. That was a hell of a spin move that he did have. He didn't get the sack, 
but he made a hell of a move, and he did, you know, hit the quarterback. But of course, Mahomes got rid of it. It's Vinny and Haney, one hundred five seven. The fan. We'll come back. Take your phone calls. Four ten five eight three one hundred five seven. News from the nest. We'll count our money. Hopefully, at twelve fifteen with buy or sell. Jared Dubin, CBSSports.com, talking about the NFC Championship game with him as San Francisco came from behind at home to stun the Lions. Tell you what, old Dan Campbell likes going for it on fourth down. It may have cost him yesterday. And then again, Josh Reynolds didn't do golf any favors either. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.